You're listening to the Designer CEO Podcast, Episode 18. Being the head decision maker as a designer CEO isn't always the easiest. You've got to balance your business and strategies, and working alone can often lead to questioning and self-doubt. It certainly doesn't help when you get negative feedback or criticism from customers or retail partners. So how do you know if you should listen to the feedback you're receiving and change course? Or take it with a grain of salt and stay the course. In this episode, I'm sharing my own personal experiences and challenges with managing unsolicited feedback, the key contention points you need to be considering before making any significant business decisions, and what to always keep in mind when determining your next strategic move. So join me for today's episode, When to Take Customer Feedback. You're listening to the Designer CEO Podcast. Each week, strategy guru and merchandising maven, Sarah Ferrens, helps designer CEOs navigate the business of retail and fashion. She'll provide you with proven strategies, how-tos, business tips, and tons of expert advice from her industry friends to get your line launched and start growing your brand. If you're dreaming about designing your own line, consider her your go-to business partner. Have you ever received unsolicited feedback or criticism about your brand? Maybe something along the lines of a customer sharing a story about the style that they purchased wasn't exactly what they had hoped for because they had wished X, Y, and Z could have been incorporated, and then it would be absolutely perfect. Or maybe it was a retail buyer comparing your line to another brand's and commenting that if you would just make all these changes, it would definitely sell better. Or even a friend talking about their favorite fall trends and encouraging you to create, you know, a few new trendier pieces for your next collection drop. No big deal. After you heard them, what were you left thinking? I want to share a conversation that I had with a client recently. This client had launched her collection a few months prior and overall was doing pretty well. Their sales were trending up. They were doing a phenomenal job with outreach and brand awareness, and they were reaching new customers every day. They had recently received a customer complaint regarding the fit of their collection. And when my client shared this with me during one of our one-on-one coaching sessions, she told me how she had already come up with a new strategy for her fit, had a brand new timeline and a rollout plan, and she had even started contacting her manufacturers to give them a heads up on these upcoming changes. So I asked her, why are you making these changes? And her reply was simply, well, the customer isn't happy and I want to make sure that I'm addressing their concerns. So I asked if this was the first complaint regarding fit she had received, to which she replied yes. So I challenged her to consider if this truly was the best strategy for her and her brand. Was this the right move? Now I realize that as a listener, you're probably thinking, hell no, I wouldn't change my fit based on one customer's review. And that's a really easy thing to say as an outsider looking in. 
But when faced with a similar situation, you'd be surprised how often this type of drastic strategic change actually occurs, not just to new designer CEOs, but even at macro levels with household brand name retailers and wholesalers. During my time working in corporate retail, we would often get last minute meeting requests to discuss customer feedback or conversations shared from a recent management store walkthrough with the employees of the store. These discussions frequently resulted in shoot from the hip, new strategies, late nights scrambling to reproject financial ramifications, urgent requests to vendors to rush orders or stop orders, revised price points and units, and lots of upcharges for our many last-minute changes. These strategic changes were often a function of a small but vocal customer minority, store employee feedback from those who rarely had the full picture, or from upper management who were quick to panic with little research or confirmation. After many years of these constant fire drills, I noticed the results from these strategic changes were typically inconsequential and often didn't create the intended financial results or customer loyalty, but only provided unnecessary stress for our team and partners, and at times, strategy that actually damaged the brands. The thing is, being a designer CEO, you're responsible for business decisions for your brand. If you're just starting out as the sole employee of your brand, that means every single decision is determined by you. You can ask friends or family for their opinions, but ultimately the management of your brand is your responsibility to own because there's no one else who knows your vision, your brand, and your customer at the same level that you do. Every day you are tasked to make business decisions for your brand. So what do you do when you encounter a similar customer service challenge, which I guarantee you will? And how do you know what to do next? How do you know when you should simply listen to the customer complaint, totally switch gears and change up your strategy, or simply say, thanks to the customer, let it go and stay the course? Well, it's a matter of considerations and making the best decision for your business. As a designer CEO, it's on you to weigh and measure the impact of making drastic strategic changes and decide if changing your strategy is the right decision. There are a few key contention points that I recommend evaluating when you're faced with a decision like this. Think about your customer service first. Evaluate the complaint and the customer for what it truly is. You don't want to get stuck on the comment itself, but look at it more as a total picture to your business. How many people have complained? Was it just one or two? Or did you drop a brand new style on your website and the negative feedback has been nonstop? Numbers matter here. Consider all perspectives as they pertain to the customer. Why were they complaining? What did they actually verbalize? Sometimes you have to read in between the lines on customer complaints to get to the real root of the problem. Is the customer recommendation adding value to your product? Will making the requested change truly benefit your product or brand? Or is it just a nice to have opinion? Think about the scale of the request. How grandiose is the request? Is the customer recommending a colorway? Or are they asking for an entire new color palette? In the example with my client, 
one customer wasn't happy with the fit. But upon digging a bit deeper, my client realized it was the first time this customer had made a purchase. So it wasn't about inconsistent fit. It was about the customer not liking the fit. And those are really different complaints. And although you want all your customers to be happy, maybe in this instance, it literally wasn't the right fit for the customer and the brand. Next, consider performance. What's your data saying? What are your financial trends and sales telling you about this potential strategy change? Will this change affect those in the future? Would changing the style change your financial plans for the better or worse in upcoming months? If your sales have been amazing, your returns are low, and you've received one complaint, it's probably not the best move to disrupt the style. But if you've received multiple complaints, sales are slow or poor, and you've received a bunch of returns, it may be time to consider making a change. So in the example with my client, her sales were good and they were trending up. So why would she want to make a dramatic strategy change without any data to back it up? Next, think about your business strategy. How will your overall business be impacted by this change? You need to look at the big picture. How would this change affect your current strategies that you have in place or that you anticipate leveraging in the future? Would it change what you're currently doing in a big way? And is there a liability for making this change? Think about your future collections, price points, fabrications, marketing, customer base, anything that you think may be affected by implementing a strategic change. What is driving the decision? What's the end goal that you will achieve by changing it? Is it customer satisfaction? More sales? How relevant does it then become to your brand? In the example I gave you with my client, changing their fit was a huge strategic change and would have totally disrupted my client's brand's progress, her customer following, and the overall vision for her brand. Was she prepared to make a change like that? Next, consider your business resources. Are you able to make the change? Do you have the resources to make it happen? That means both the time and budget because both are critically important and it would be very difficult to create any real strategic change without considering both of these. So for the timing of the change, do you have time to work through the strategy and any rework that needs to be done? Does it make sense to make a change now, or is it something that you could roll out slowly or next season? Your budget. Making any large strategic changes to your business frequently start to eat up your budget. You have to think about how This change may influence future costs. Will this change dramatically affect your overall costs or margins? With the example of my client, redoing the fit of a line is basically redoing your line and the budget that goes along with it includes new patterns, tech packs, fit sessions. The expense is significant. In this instance, is this really what needed to take place to be successful? Lastly, your brand. Does making a strategic change align to your brand? Does it change your brand DNA? 
i.e. the attributes that make up and are unique to your brand? Is there any type of an ethical, moral, or legal issue at hand? When I worked in corporate retail, we had to begin to comply with a new state law that was being implemented to reduce the lead levels in jewelry. So in my product development role, we had to strategically resource and reprice a $10 million business to meet the new law's rules. Fortunately, we were able to do this by taking a phased approach over time and reducing our liabilities, but we didn't really have a choice on if we wanted to do it because it was more about when we were going to get it done. Will making a strategic change result in the overall change of perspective of your brand in the eyes of your customers? With the example I gave surrounding my client, changing the fit would definitely change her customer's view of the brand. For some, they might think it's better. For others, the new fit may not be good for them. But it was necessary for my client to determine if this change would align to her base customers and what they wanted. So I've shared a lot of points to consider that should guide you when you are ultimately faced with a big strategic decision. It's important to realize though, that when you determine a strategic change that needs to be implemented, you have the power to avoid having those panicked moments and fire drills, and instead can create a strategy that works for where you and your business are. It may mean on focusing on what you simply can change if you choose to. Sometimes working through the solution and doing a soft rolling change can be really helpful too. So for example, if a customer complained about a fabrication being too itchy, work to fix it on future production runs, but don't go back and pull all your items off the shelves. Then you also have the opportunity to share your new and improved fabrication with your customers as the change happens, which is a great way to reposition unanticipated strategic changes. Designer CEOs need to pick and choose your battles because you have very limited resources. You can't, won't, and shouldn't be everything to everyone, meaning your brand niche was created with the intention of reaching an ideal customer, and that is who you should be focused on pleasing. Changing your business strategy without good cause and without understanding the repercussions can easily disrupt your customer base, and you may be left struggling to reconnect with your customer. You need to responsibly determine and confirm that future strategic changes will resonate with your customer and your brand niche. So the bottom line is, if you think that a customer complaint is warranted and relevant to your brand or could have future repercussions for your brand, it's definitely a decision to carefully consider. However, if your customers are generally happy, if their messaging back to you is consistently good, or if you're reaching them and successfully meeting their needs, then you've found your customer niche and can likely continue moving your brand forward as you have been. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Wouldn't it be nice if there was a place where only designers and creatives could gather to collaborate, learn, and grow? I thought so too. Join us on Facebook, search for the Designer CEO Facebook group, and join our free community for designers and creatives who want to connect, learn, and network together. Soundboard your ideas to designers and creatives just like you, who can help you launch and grow the brand of your dreams. 
And if Facebook's not your thing, you can also find us on Instagram at mod.merchant. Thanks for listening.